As you know, my name is Tom Steffen. Um, Brother Robert um, is a, our pastor, and he's been, uh, I want to thank him for um, surrendering, for lack of a better word, the pulpit. Every now and then, Brother Robert will say, um, Tom, would you like to preach? And he, does, he doesn't do this because he needs a day off. He does this because he knows that I've been called to preach, and um, and at this particular time of my life, I'm not a, I'm not pastoring a church or serving on staff at a church. The the Lord has spoken to my wife and I, Jan. This is Jan right here. She plays the keyboard up in the music team. For the last three years and three months, we've been members of Alamo Heights Baptist Church, and I kind of feel like um, I'm on staff here. So. It's an unpaid staff position, which is fine. You don't need to pay me because I've got a job at the hospital and they pay me, so so I don't need I don't want to get too much money because I might get big-headed if I did that. So um, anyway, thank you, Brother Robert, for allowing me to preach every once in a while because it keeps me, um, for lack of a better word, it keeps me sharp. You're going to notice that I have a few catchphrases. When Brother Robert preaches, you notice he has a few catchphrases, and I do too. Every person that will preach and speak before you, you'll, you'll find out that they have a few catchphrases. My catchphrase might be, for lack of a better word. So you're going to say, please stop saying that, Brother Tom, by the end of the sermon. But uh, I've been reading a book recently uh, about, uh, I finished it, in fact, and I started another one, but this book was titled uh, Richard Wormbrand. And it was about the life of Richard and Sabina Wormbrand. And it was titled, uh, let me see if I can find it in here, Tortured for, Tortured for Christ, The Complete Story. Richard and Sabina lived in Bucharest, Romania, uh, during the time before and during the uh, Second World War. And after the Second World War, World War ended, they also lived there. And as a Christian, as they were, they found themselves, not only them, but all Christians, found themselves under persecution, first at the hands of the Nazis, and then at the hands of the communists when the war was over. And Richard, uh, if you read the book, it'll, it'll detail um, the life and the testimony and the example he leads for each one of us, how we should be grateful for the Lord's blessings of having freedom in our land to be able to worship and read the Word of God and share the Word of God with others, although some might say that those freedoms are being deteriorated each week and each moment. But for now, we still have the freedom to proclaim the Word of God and to preach. And people like Richard and his wife Sabina both were put in prison under the Nazis and under the communists, um, under the uh, a Russian a Soviet leader at that time by the name of Khrushchev and by a leader by the name of Stalin under Nazi rule during, the, during World War II. And as well, they were tortured or, uh, or they were, um, well, that's a good word for it, they were, they were challenged to renounce their faith in Christ and turn away from the Lord Jesus and no longer be a Christian. But they refused to do so because they knew that 
Jesus was a source of eternal life. He was a source of living water, as we talked about in our, in our, in our class this morning. I know some of the classes have different uh, Bible study materials, so they study something different. But the young adult Sunday school class, we were looking at the woman at the well and that account and how Jesus told her that I'm the living water. The water you're drawing from the well is just temporary water, but the water that I give you, you'll never thirst again. And that is the water that Richard and Sabina had drank from. and So they knew that they had the gift of eternal life. They had the gift in the presence of God through Jesus Christ in their heart and soul. So even if their life was taken from them, even if they were tortured, they weren't going to turn away from Christ because they had, they had found the reason for living. They'd found life. They'd been delivered from death. They'd been delivered from, from the wages of sin, with, which is death. And Robert's, uh, not Robert, but Robert's uh, Tanya's husband, he's the pastor of the church. Richard, Richard Wormbrand, said um, when he did have, when he was not in prison and he was, he was, he was living his life in, the, in, uh, in worshiping the Lord, participating with the underground church, he said when he had the opportunity to hear a sermon being preached, or we, when, he, we, when he himself preached, he would say, I quote, he said, the words of each sermon were weighty, for they came from a preacher who may not have the chance to preach ever again. So they were thankful, they were grateful when they had an opportunity to hear the word of God read from and preached from, because they didn't know if that was going to be their last time. They would be arrested by the communists. They would be arrested by the secret police. They might be arrested by uh, Stalin's uh, Nazis. Well, today we're going to be looking at God's word from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. Me being a, a, a man of God who's been called to preach, Brother Robert has given me the opportunity to preach, and I don't know when I'll get to preach again. Actually, I do. But uh, I know that Brother Robert said, can you preach for me? Because I'll be on vacation in, in going to a, a trip uh, following the footsteps of Paul this coming summer. I think it was in July, but it might have been August. So I said, yes, I, that would be a marvelous privilege and opportunity for me. But I take it as a blessing to be able to read from God's word and share with you the scriptures and what I feel like God has laid upon my heart. So let me begin with prayer and ask the Lord to speak to us today. Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the worship service this morning, Lord, and the worship service that is being continued now as I open up God's word. I thank you, Lord, that uh, we have the scriptures to be able to read before us, Lord, and we, need, we have your love story that's presented to us, Lord, how you desire for each one of us to have a relationship with you, Father God, through your Son, Jesus Christ. You desire for each one of us to pass from, from death unto eternal life, Lord, knowing that your Son, Jesus Christ, became sin for us on the cross, died for our sins, and the wages of our sins have been paid for through his sinless blood, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we can have that gift of eternal life, that we can open our hearts to your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you that the Holy Spirit speaks to our hearts and draws us to your Son, Jesus Christ. May that occur right now, this morning, 
in this worship service and the reading of your word. May you speak to me, or speak through me, I should say, and speak to me, Lord, as I read from your word and as I attempt to rightly divide your word and share it with those here today. And I thank you for each and every person that is here and present today, Lord God. I know they could have had the opportunity to do anything else that they wanted to. They could have stayed home. They could have gone 